Collins is next. Hello everyone and welcome once again to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Colazzo and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Hello. Hi. Hi. It's it's me, Neil Patrick Harris. It feels good to be here in 2008. <laughs> Ooh, damn, that, that dot-com bubble bursting sure did suck, but I'm sure the economy will be good for a while more. I'm looking forward to not being able to vote for Barack Obama yet because yeah. i'm too young i'll get him around the second time i like him still yep <laughs> and it'll be even better for round two let's go fucking what else what happened in 2008 that's probably it um i i just typed in 2008 in the united states on wikipedia and the first one january 3rd joe biden drops out of u.s presidential election <laughs> <laughs> start the year off right let's go. let's go god i wish that were me let's go back uh, almost happened again this year, but for some reason it didn't work out like yeah, that. I don't know happened, why. And, um, the stars just happened to align in a very uh, yeah, strange he, way. He lies everything. It's Bernie singing that. <laughs> Great shit. Yeah. Uh, I think your talking... polls are slipping away. Today we're talking about Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog parentheses motion picture soundtrack close parentheses. So, uh, you, so this is for those of you who listen to the show who were born after two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Turn it off first of <laughs> go, all. Go, one, go to bed. <laughs> go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, did you know that Time Magazine, um, okay, rated this uh, the number fifteen best invention of two thousand eight? So it was an invention. That's what we're calling. Um, it's the the direct to web supervillain musical is how because this, this was is the before, famous writer so, strike movie. Yeah, this is before they called um, them content creators. So the only word they had was inventors back then. Yeah. They um, didn't have that that phrase yet. It beat out number eighteen, which was the new Mars rover. Okay, so so <laughs> the fucking forty uh, four minute Joss Whedon incel musical the incel scab movie <laughs> is better than having a robot on mars according to like time, I'm, what I'm the robot ever be... the robot has not entertained me for 42 minutes i'm gonna tell you right now this move fucking movie did i'm t- i listen i don't want to be a, a epic science is fucking awesome guy but i would rate the uh the little mars rover's achievements above this film just my I mean, it's we're this is a dialectical podcast, and we're Mm -hmm. you know we're coming to the truth through conflict, Mm -hmm. and that's what dialectics is. Exactly. Um, I feel like this is a um a strange (laughs) pick because one everything that happens in it. Also, (laughs) it's like the album is twenty five minutes long, right? Um, so I feel like this is going to end up being more of a movie review. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, like, if this ends up being more of a Carry Me Home style uh-huh. discussion, um, I'm, I'm amenable to that. Okay, well... I, um, my notes my notes are more... I started taking them when I was watching the film with all of my friends in a big party. And we all love doing it, and we didn't do the, the Jerry face at every scene that <laughs> happened. Um... You can you can you? Um, I'm passing the baton to you to lead me through because you know my my um, kind of uh, wheelhouse is the one when there's four songs, but the album is uh, 51 minutes. Right, and I'm always like, how is Eddie going to make us make it through this one? And you always exactly. do. 
Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna uh, pass the baton to you to lead us through through this one because I don't know what type of uh, adventure you're you're gonna take us on. Sure. So um, yeah, so my experience with Doctor Horrible was that I watched mm-hmm. it back in like 2011. Um, mm-hmm. Sort of like when when people some people were still like, oh, Josh we- Josh Whedon might be a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, when I uh, and I used to sort of latently think that. Um, and uh, I watched it, and I said, this is fucking good. And then I didn't watch it uh, mm-hmm. ever again. But sometimes I would pop back into the music, and the music I enjoyed and still enjoy. But I had never really gotten deep into sort of the, the watching it, the dialogue. You know, you you listen to Hamilton, and you're like, but what are they saying in between the songs, you know? Uh, and it's nothing. It's not. Yeah, it's that, that was my one problem with Hamilton. There wasn't enough talking when I... Uh, yeah, they could have made it longer. They could have made it longer. <laughs> You know, I was reading. Do you know why this was broken up into three acts? I I wonder if it has anything to do with some uh, legality issue. But I mean, pro- probably. But the the way that I it was explained to me was it was two thousand eight, and this was like it 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 beat out the Mars rover because it was so innovative, and in that it was like a fully digital release, and because mm-hmm. of like bandwidth concerns, they didn't want to release something that was over twelve minutes long. Yeah. So they and also like, it, has, three it had the word blog in the title. And so people didn't know what that word meant yet. Exactly, they didn't know. Um and it, which one uh CinemaSins ding it's he's actually vlogging in the film. Yeah, that's what bothers that's yeah, that's my biggest one thing about this. That's the one major <laughs> issue about yeah, this. Yeah, one film. CinemaSin. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, so the movie my, opens, Go ahead. Can, can I just uh, cuz I it was very weird to me seeing everyone in the chat being like, "Oh my god, I remember every word to this song." Because I I feel like I I don't know if I watched this in 2008 when it was released, but I did see it at one point and I watched the film and I said, "Oh, that was all right." And literally never thought about it again until you proposed it for this episode (laughs) so so did any of it come back to you when he was um saying look at these people amazing how sheeple you did did that didn't come back to you at all i no, like none of it like i know the people were who were in it and that's it like what were 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 none of the characters particularly memorable to you (laughs) no none of the the um characters or dialogue was you know that um that popped out into my mind when I say what's what's Neil Patrick Harris's famous role. Um, you don't, it, it might you don't take think me a bit. Billy Horrible. What's how ha, like the way you would get to Doctor Horrible is I'd be like um probably like um now it's like a series of unfortunate events. He was good in that. The funny How I Met Your Mother show. Uh, he was a child doctor, and then someone else would have to be like he was Doctor Horrible, and I go oh yeah he was. Like that's kind of the right. path it would have to take for me to think about that. So do you do you think you liked it more in two thousand eight or in two thousand twenty? Um, I guess I liked it more in two thousand eight because I didn't actively dislike it. Sure, at that time, <laughs> as opposed um, to as opposed to now when I really like it. Yeah, I really like so, it. Uh-huh. So this opens up, movie opens up with him opening up his weekly incel mailbag, which, mm-hmm. um, he, he has, has a vlog blog and he says, um, I'm working on my, uh, I'm working on my villain laugh, which is going to come up later in act three, which is called screenwriting. Mm-hmm. And he says a lot of guys ignore the laugh and that's about standards. And if you click the genius annotation 
for that line, you will find that the Joker um, is drawn there, which indicates That's... that this is a good and deep movie because it's about a guy becoming the Joker. Okay, just as he should, yeah. Um, so, but then he, so he's like, he's like a, he's a small town evil guy, and he's like a, he's like a quirky, lovable sort of like, ah, oh, darn, you didn't rob the bank, and you're instead of a, a balaclava, you have pantyhose over your head, you know, it's like a mm-hmm. funny. And he tries to like trans trans matter ray a bunch of gold, but then he it, it, he has a bag full of like liquid doo doo instead. Hmm. Um, I I gotta uh be honest with you. I <laughs> can I did you bring it up about the funny bit of describe a character? I I was gonna ask you what your rules were because I really especially with Penny I really wanted us to work through that that puzzle. It is without. Um, also, I didn't come up with it. It is from the Red Letter Media uh, Star Wars and, prequel reviews, but it's describe a character without saying their profession or how they look. So who who are you applying that to, or is it everybody? Um, it's basically the, the only, uh, using those rules, I feel like all you can say is, is Penny is a woman, <laughs> which, which is, is which is the defining characteristic of her. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, she makes, she makes Neil Patrick Harris say auga throughout the movie. Uh, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, I'm not trying to, um, you know, uh, put such harsh critique on a 45 minute mini web series for it's it's not having as complex characterization as something else but yeah i understand there's per there's certain constraints of a musical but i think you could probably do better than hey what's up i'm a girl that neil patrick harris has never met before i work at the homeless shop throughout the day and i spend 72 hours a week at the laundromat where i eat frozen yogurt you can tell this um was written during the writer strike because we need our, our we we need our brave beautiful writers because it is very first draft like okay so she'll do something like you know like work with homeless people or or be a vegetarian. Uh, they didn't even give her a real name. They did. <laughs> like Penny's not a person's name. <laughs> I feel like no not to offend any of our penny listeners if you're out there please let us know but i feel like it's when a guy is named jake it's like that's a dog's <laughs> name like that's, that's, yeah i, I can never enjoy the state name. farm commercial for that reason exactly like, why does a you dog just, work there it's like this should be a, a silly dog instead yeah. of this this human male <laughs> i feel like right. we have a high much higher likelihood of having a jake listener than a penny listener yeah, sorry, Jake, if yeah. you're out there. <laughs> sorry. If you're listening, but it's, listening all, but to it's us awesome that a dog can listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> Do you want to talk about how there's a guy named Jon Snow in this? There is. is he says Johnny Snow. Yeah, there's right? like one of the lesser supervillains who's like cyberbullying him is like, what's up? I'm Johnny Snow. And then he says it in the song later. Mm hmm. Um,. Because there's, yeah, Johnny Snow is, like, trying to, he's, like, meet me at Dooley Park for 45 minutes, and then that's when Captain Hammer says, it's, or, uh, Dr. Horrible Man says, hey, it's the writer's strike, so I'm just gonna say it right up here. My nemesis is Captain Hammer, um, and then he says the first thing that made me laugh, which is where he's like, I'm not gonna meet you in the park to fight, there's kids in that park, so. I thought that was funny. Um. Very, very good. Yeah. 
Uh, for the rest of that part, I was just sort of like, I, I was getting like wistful about the idea of like safely going to a laundromat. Um, yeah, just kind of doing anything would be fantastic at this point. Yeah, so he writes a song about how he's going to do clock stoppers so that he can talk mm-hmm. to his wife for the first time. And that's something that I forgot about in mm-hmm. terms of the story. Because usually with like sad boy stories like this, it's like, oh, this girl sits behind me in Algebra 1 class and like I I pass her pencil and she's very pretty and she laugh at my joke once, but I can never work up the nerve. They've never even said hi. They've never... It's... Astounding how many see, see this is is like you just mentioned a very bad version of it, but I don't I feel like it you know it's fallen out of style. But having a story where the guy's like, oh, how do I get her to notice me? And the, you know they've never spoken or looked at each other or and we're supposed to like think that that's cool, right? Like yes, you come on, come on, guy, you can you can win the girl, yeah. Yeah, that's, you're the main character. That's a central hang-up for me on this one, because <laughs> the movie can't decide whether, like, Captain Hammer is truly a bad person or not. Uh-huh. Because, like, he's, he's kind of, like, aloof, and, like, he doesn't really, obviously, like, care that much about, like, helping homeless people. But, like, he's, and he's, like, he's kind of crass in that, like, he talks in public about having sex with his girlfriend. But, like, he's... At no point does really Dr. Horrible show us that he's any better than that. <laughs> it's, 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 it, what it is is jock oppression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, this, this is like the cave drawing of like the, the virgin yeah. versus the Chad drawing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because at least at, at some point, like, uh, a firefly does like save her from dying. Right. Right? Like, and it <laughs> is caused directly by. Yeah, he um, does it. Like Doctor Horrible, but then he's like you fucking threw up her his... in the garbage, though. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's because of him trying to steal up the the plot device that she almost died, and then the evil jock saves her, and he's mad about it. Like he really did help, though. <laughs> I feel like, the, and again, I like this movie. I still like enjoy the song because I think it's a fun time. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like if any media product that I've seen in the last fifteen years deserved the like moral panic that Joker got, it's this one. Yeah, because because this movie is just straight up like a guy wants to talk to a girl that he has, he knows nothing about, and he gets mad and does terrorism as a result. Exactly. And you're at but the end of it, you kind of feel bad for it, and you want a sequel where you can and be epic. Guess what? He's the main character. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that twisted? It's it's. Man, the songs are good though. I really like the songs. There's a, there's a few good songs. The, I will admit. The, um, there's a guy whose name is Moist, which is very funny in 2008 and now, but especially in 2008, where it's and like it's the funny he's, word. Um, he's Big Bang Bazingo, right? And he was gonna go out on a date with like a couple called like Bait and Switch, and one of them was like ugly. So that's like a funny like sort of How I Met Your Mother style joke. Yeah, that's you could see that humor of the time really rear in its head. Yeah, at it's, that point, he says, "I, uh, I wish bro code would allow me to date Captain Hammer's girlfriend." He says. <laughs> so, uh. anyways, so they he sings to the camera for a little while, and then we go to Penny, who works at the homeless shop, passing out printer paper to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a, that's another sort of tell that like if you look very closely, you might discover that Joss Whedon doesn't write women very well for some reason. Yeah, it's. it's- I mean, it's it's weird that this is such a one-off um, incident because usually right, it's the exception job. that proves the rule. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he's bad at writing women. <laughs> but, 
the like her two songs with like the world's biggest air quotes are uh-huh. just they're two lines each and they're mm-hmm. just her sort of like speaking in like sex pistols voice about <laughs> how like i work at the homeless shelter and it's hard and like that's the <laughs> whole song <laughs> Dr. Audible, you must give me a signature for my petition! Isn't it? I'm pretty sure the guys who sing the battle... Kim Kim just is making noises in the background. I'm making noises? Yes. I was speaking with a a fan-favorite voice. (laughs) It's it's a voice that only Jake's can hear. Yes! Again, so I was thinking, so the funny song that I liked at first, when I first got into the thing, was the Bad Horse Chorus, which is very funny. It's the Bad Horse. Western, it's, it's the Cowboy goof. Song. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that's like the Whedon Brothers. I'm pretty sure that is them. Yeah, we get several Whedons on this. Uh, yeah. Um, because there's no writers to tell them no at the time. Mm-hmm. And that just made me realize that like they have that and they have a reprise. So I'm pretty sure Joss Whedon has more like... There's more Whedon solo songs than Penny solo than songs Penny on this. Song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Had to get Joss on the ones and twos real quick. Yeah, let's let's if, if, if featuring Joss Whedon. Um, so yeah. there's a yeah we talked about it briefly. There's a heist. He gets the plot element using his disgusting iPhone 3GS that he has. It looks it's 2008. So it looks so fucking fuck, bad. I, I did. Um, all I could think about is. Um, to just talk about posts for a second, it's, it's please, a screenshot man. of that version of iOS, and then um, what was it? Uh, it was like this: this song, this this looks like how the DJ got us falling in love again. <laughs> like sounds like, yeah. Uh, just thinking about that. That shit looked so fucking nasty. Yeah, it was. Yeah, go play fucking move the block app. Yeah. <laughs> So they do, they, Penny comes up and like discordantly sings Caring Hands for a second, which is funny and it made me laugh. Um, cause mm-hmm. he, he jumps at it and they do the fucking epic stuttering romantic dialogue, the Avengers movie. And that's, yeah. this is where it's like, and I don't fucking want any Whedon brothers to fucking write into the show and be like, well, actually this is the point. Cause I don't think it is, but it's mm-hmm. like this whole scene is Billy being just like an asshole aloof guy to, to yeah. Penny Felicia Day, but it's, he's the protagonist. So it's because, because the way it's, it's like, I guess you could say he's like, Oh, he's so, you know, distracted by his, uh, by his heist that he, he can't pay attention to her. But it's like, it doesn't even seem like it's a, it's an actual concern. Like, it's not like it, this is troubling him. It's like, he's act, he's just paying more attention to that thing. Yeah. You know, it's not like there's, oh, what's he going to decide to do? He's torn between having a chance to talk. Because I feel like there wasn't even like a, oh, she's talking to me. Wow. It's just like, oh, leave me alone. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like, it's, you can see how on paper it's like, damn, he's going to have to decide between whether he wants to be Marshall Mathers or Slim Shady. Like, that's the whole Mm -hmm. fucking movie. And at the very end, he becomes the real Slim Shady. Um, (laughs) The last song on the album is uh, Stan. It's very Mm -hmm. sad. Um but yeah, he's just like, he literally, he calls like, she's like, hey, we're doing a, a, a homelessness drive at the homelessness store. And remember, if we get a hundred signatures, we can get a new building. And he says signatures are cringe. He says signatures are cringe. Um, he says, also, what has a change.org petition ever done? Besides give he, your information to the government. Also, he's the main character who we're supposed to like. But the one time where he says something, um, 
that that could be interpreted as slightly left leaning. He decides to also be misguided about it. Yeah, he hits the killmonger <laughs> quite a bit on, yeah. on this one. <laughs> uh-huh where it's like yeah homelessness is a symptom so why don't we just kill them all kill everyone <laughs> it's like all right yeah. um I, okay so this is going to be the me jumping in for the things i like corner and i know that you mm-hmm. want to jump in with the things you liked corner you can do that at any time okay um, all right so, so one of I'll my be, things i'm I, ready to pounce yeah one of the things i liked corners is i think it's funny that like he changes into his villain costume which still doesn't obscure his face i think that's i think that's a funny it is yeah. Um, and uh, my next note is that I'm not immune to Nathan Fillion. I never, I never mm-hmm. grew up with Firefly or anything like that. And I kind of, mm-hmm. I think I only know him from this, if I think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as he shows up and he's, he's on the top of the van and he's singing, a man's got to do, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm into it. It's funny. I mean, I, I haven't, again, another thing I haven't watched since 2008 is Firefly, but I feel like it's aged, like at most of it, I'd say like just off the top of my head, not having seen it for fucking 12 years. Uh, or however long it's been. I feel like it's maybe like 75% of it would still be okay. And 10% is like the weird um, Asian appropriation. Mm-hmm. And then the other 15% is him writing women and the one fucking MAGA guy who's in it. <laughs> yeah. And like that's the all the bad parts probably still. Right. Other than um, that, pretty decent show. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, perhaps. We'll do mm-hmm. that uh, when we're done with Chance Ball and we've watched all the animes. Yeah, then when we do our Joss Whedon podcast. <laughs> In 2035, we're finally going to yeah. give Joss Whedon a taste of his medicine. We're finally, finally, someone is online talking. Finally, two men are online talking about <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Let's go. Finally. Um, so anyways, the van almost hits uh, Penny in the heist, but then he saves it. And you can you can visually see how little they give a shit about Penny's character during the song. Because it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's Nathan Firefly doing, like, all of his big, grand, like, asshole theater kid, um, mm-hmm. like, song motions. And then he, uh, Dr. Horrible's doing all of his brooding shit. And Penny mm-hmm. is just standing there and, like, three quarters to the camera just being like posing you came from above and it's it's she's just fucking standing there the whole song it sucks to see can i um jump into the something i like oh uh, yeah absolutely hole for a second i really do like again with the caveat that it's a scab movie i really appreciated that nathan fillion's costume is a t-shirt and like rubber gloves yeah it's that's good it's a real boon for all the theater kids that wanted to put on this production when they were yeah in 2010 uh, very oh this must have been a killer halloween costume yeah i was uh i i searched my twitter for like dr horrible and there is a there is a tweet from me in like 2012 that's like Damn, I'm having fantasies about being Doctor Horrible in a local musical production again. Okay, so so this is when this is when you started your face turn at this point. Yeah, that was when I decided <laughs> I decided to leave the old me behind and become epic podcaster instead. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do feel like this is probably this is really like the spectrum of theater kid because there's like the. There's, like, the brooding, like, more quietly misogynistic theater kid, and then there's, like, mm-hmm. the the loud, epic, bro code, Blatantly more loudly misogynistic, misogynistic theater kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Um, so that would, that takes us to act two. When do you want to, um... A man's gotta do... A... That song's good. It's a good song. Yeah. Uh, I, can I, there's two things. Sure. Two, two critiques about that song. Normally I like, uh, um, when people are, are kind of singing their things over each other and it's like different songs, but it's one song. Well, you're in love there's probably do that a, a lot. Th- th- there's probably a term for that. 
Um, also, Dr. Harbaugh funny when he, like, loses and he's defeated. He says, balls. He says, balls. He says, ah, nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says, ah, quap. Yeah. Anyway. He says, ah, freaking sweet, Lois. <laughs> All right. What's next? Uh, so, up, so we start with Act 2, um, mm-hmm. which is where we go right into My Eyes, which is the... Mm-hmm. any adult with half a brain song which is where like i do have this thing where when i go back and i listen to the the the, spa- the soundtrack on like spotify mm-hmm. i get to i get to any song and i'm like oh shit it's this song hell yeah mm-hmm. um i have that for my eyes and i also have that for like the next four songs and then you just sort of skip the 20 second interlude where penny says that she works at homelessness yeah um it's it's like you had a whole three months of doing nothing but funding your own funny musical and you couldn't come up with like a single joke for the woman to say yeah not one at all um this song this song can i tell you it sounds a little bit evil yeah it's where it's uh it's plain to see that evil inside of him is on the rise you could say mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm i'm becoming joker i'm becoming joker so they we see nathan and penny having dinner at the homeless factory and mm. there's but there are also homeless people outside the house, like around like the the national symbol of like warmth. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, I feel like that might have been something that they either just didn't think about or that was like a dropped thing that like Billy is singing outside next to homeless people who are not in the shelter who's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see like Captain Hammer is like being an aloof asshole and like he doesn't want to touch like the riffraff. And, oh, we do get the Brooks uh, funny hole right here. Um, mm-hmm. So they're singing throughout the song, and uh, Neil Patrick Harris is making a epic angry face. And mm-hmm. um, we see in the background at one point, don't know if you noticed this, only eagle-eyed user, viewers really notice this after repeat viewings, but uh, the soup kitchen man is, like, replaced by him in the background, and, like, he has, like, an evil mustache, and, like, he's staring at Captain Hammer while he's pouring soup. Very good. It's very funny. I really like this, the duet part of the song, too. It's really good. Mm-hmm. When they're when he's like saying there's evil inside of me is on the rise, and then she's like some kind of harmony is on the rise. It's pretty good. Do you get it? It's it's different. And then they say, "Oh shit! I've been away from the laundromat for three hours. I, we gotta we go have back. To be, we have to wash our clothes. We have to go to a discreet establishment several times in one week to wash the single outfit that we wear throughout the film. Mm-hmm. And during the song, mm-hmm. he saw um, he saw Captain Hammer and uh, wife. Um, eating frozen yogurt. So he shows up to the coin wash laundromat with two frozen yogurts. Mm-hmm. Which again is like, like, is I, like sort of like just sort of your classic stalking behavior. But yeah, it's like, I feel he's, like he's, he's if cute. I, I feel like if I like, if I went to the, the Shake Shack and I got my, my, you know, standard order, which is the, the double with uh, pickles and onions. Ooh. And then someone else bought me that exact sandwich the next day. I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like, I went to Shake Shack and ordered the Eddie meal. Also, are these motherfuckers eating plain vanilla frozen yogurt? It's disgusting. Like, the only reason to ever eat frozen yogurt is because of all the shit you can put yeah, in it. Yeah, I, I always go out and I buy Fun Dip, but I don't really use any of the dip. I just like the stick. I just eat the stick. <laughs> I just like the crunch on the stick. Yeah, there was a writer's strike, and there was also, like, a yogurt stop, shop strike, so they couldn't have any toppings. They couldn't, they couldn't have their toppings, yeah. Um. So, fucking... Yeah, they, they and it's just more like Billy is being like, oh, doesn't laundry suck? And then she says, I like laundry, and he says, oh, I like it actually... Don't you think that Captain Hammer is an asshole? 
Yeah, don't you fucking hate that guy? And she says, no, he's my boyfriend. <laughs> we fuck all the time. And he does the Arthur fist, and he leaves. He says, I'm going to go murder him now, and leaves. Yeah. I'm going to go make a freeze rate to enter the evil league of evil. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is where we get... So, yeah, he leaves, and then we get the funny uh, sort of smash cut where he's talking to his blog, which is a element of the movie that I continue to forget about. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm going to go do murder with my evil freeze ray, and then it smash cuts to him getting all beat up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, shit, the LAPD and Captain Hammer watch the stream. Thanks. Thank you for covering that plot point, I actually. Did quite appreciate that. Yeah, very good. Um, So we get the, the bad horse... uh chorus reprise where it's like hey you did a very bad job so you now you have to go do the evil sin crime of murder or if, mm-hmm. if you ever want to be in the horse legion you, you must go kill one one human person who Which... has many personality traits <laughs> you must do epic azora high shit it's, it's you must kill as many people as is um equal to their traits that they have so he says, okay one got it <laughs> There was, um, so I, I, I did a lot of typing of like Dr. Horrible scab and like Dr. Which don't image search that. It's really gross. Um, mm-hmm. but like to just try to see what sort of the, the litmus test is on like how sort of people feel about them putting the shit out during a strike. And mm-hmm. a lot of people, they say, you know, like it's, it's, I mean, he, he financed it himself and like it was, you know, it was so that's a little bit more but also in this scene like there's he's talking to moist who is big bang theory jr and he says um he's like oh well maybe if you can't make it into the evil league of evil you can join like the henchman's union and they like clown on the henchman's henchman's union for like being bad for a second which strikes me as kind of a shot very strange that then you would have that during in the, your uh, during your three month strike, like the, the the entire literal you know reason that this exists is because yeah, <laughs> no like, one would write like fucking a, uh, anything so they could have rights. A very cool. strange choice from uh, uh-huh. Joss Whedon in terms of writing. Yeah, hmm. it's probably it's probably nothing though. Um, there was a also I just no, I noticed one more weird Joss Whedon thing about <laughs> about um, this part um, which the genius uh, let me know about let me see if I can find it um, yeah so they're talking about um, they have like this funny joke where it's like oh I have to go kill somebody and um, and Moist says oh Hourglass says she knows a kid who in Iowa who grows up to be president that would be big um, and Dr. Horrible's like I'm not gonna kill a little kid um, which is like a funny um you know, um, the um, implying that like Hourglass is like a superhero that can see the future, um, just sort of a funny premise. But apparently, according to the the shooting script, um, Joss Whedon explains, "Oh, Hourglass can't really time travel. They just call her that because she's stacked." Yeah, because, because she's got a sexy body. Yeah, what if there hey. was a what if there was okay? Fo- follow me on this one. What if there was a woman, all right, now keep up with me, and she had huge tits. She had big, large, sexy boobas. And and get this, she doesn't appear in the film. <laughs> oh, when's the last time that's ever happened? Damn, son, where'd you find that? <laughs> um, it's just like, yeah, you know that funny joke that I just wrote about a superhero that has future sight? Um... But what if, yeah. what if it was sexy? This is what I mean. Whenever you have artists explain their work, it always gets worse. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, 
Um, so we have another yogurt scene. Uh, Penny says, he, he's, he walks in and he's like, damn, I have to murder somebody for Bad Horse. And she says, the thoroughbred of sin? Which I thought Which was... Which is her one joke. I think it's a, it's a classic joke. Um, uh-huh. So she sings a song that's just made entirely of Mayor Pete speeches. Yeah! Because <laughs> he's sad, so she's just like, the value of our truth is that we stick together and grow. And it's, ah, oh, cool. Tremendous. Yeah. And she and it was weird that she did it in an Obama voice. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> uh, Billy Buddy, let me just say, uh, keep your head up. Billy Buddy, uh, dreams, you can uh, achieve them, uh, even if uh, there's an evil horse. Uh, it, some days it might rain, but if you put a bucket in the backyard, you can uh, use it to wash your clothes. <laughs> did you? The, uh, the clothes of our dreams are only equivalent to the dreams of our clothes. Uh, our detergent is magnified by the cleanness of our values. Uh, this, uh, web series brought to you by Downey. Bro, did you notice that she's dressed like Snow White in this scene for some reason? I did not notice that, Brooks. It was pointed out, somebody pointed it out in the chat, um, but I was also noticing that she's dressed like Snow White in the laundromat for some (laughs) reason, which I guess is, like, a subtle way of showing that she's, like, a, a wholesome, pure woman that I hope she doesn't get fucking killed at the end. At, at least one of Snow White's traits was she was friends with seven dudes. Like... (laughs) Yeah, she had a, she had a much more vivid life. Yeah, she had seven f- small friends that each ha- had their own individual personalities. There are more so. mentions of uh, one-off sexy woman jokes than mentions of Penny's friends or family. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. I literally, like, I didn't want to be too cinemasins about it, but at the end of the movie when she dies spoilers and i'm just like what the fuck so like she just dies and that's it like does she have a funeral like what happens like nobody comes there's even i think it might even be this scene where she's like oh uh captain hammer might be coming by later i really want to i really want to know what you think of him because she has no other friends that she could ask yeah (laughs) and it's like she lives in the city how is not to be fucking hack friends 90s comedian but it's 2008 again and i'm gonna do it how the fuck can she afford where she lives well she um she pays her rent in uh signatures of homeless so right yeah she sells data to the nsa and then they give her laundry coupons (laughs) signatures of homeless the fucking worst version of drops of jupiter you've ever heard (laughs) pretty good Mm -hmm. um the thing that other thing that made me uh lose my brain about this is that like Mm -hmm. she's doing laundry at the laundromat um Mm -hmm. she says yeah i think captain hammer is gonna swing by later maybe Mm mm-hmm Bro, how fucking long are you going to be at the laundromat? <laughs> like, literally, if you sit, like, I, and again, she has no job interests, things to do. It's not like she has, like, oh, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the uniform girl for the arena football team, and we got to wash mm-hmm. all these uniforms. It's just like, I, if even if I decide to stay at the laundromat, which, like, I would rather not do, I would rather go do other errands while, like, my laundry is tumbling. Yeah. Like, You're there for, there like... For, you know, an two hour to wash, tops. an hour to dry-ish, like, yeah. give or take. You're there two hours, like, at a leisurely pace. But you're there long enough to where your boyfriend just at any time in the day could sort of swing by if he feels like it. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. It's uh, pretty good. So Captain Hammer shows up and he says, oh, damn, you're Dr. Horrible. But night I'm going to pretend that I don't I don't recognize you and I'm going to, I'm later I'm going to give uh, uh, Penny a ham J because I'm the hammer. Uh- I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna hammer her to pound tone, bro. I'm Nathan <laughs> Philman. 
I'm Nathan Fielder, and I'm gonna fuck your uh, girlfriend. Yeah. I'm Nathan Fielder, and I'm the villain of this film. Yeah, that would be way fucking better. And if he just acted like a huge jock, they put yeah. him in some anchor arms. <laughs> yeah, exactly the same movie, but played by Nathan Fielder. Much, much better review. Uh, the plan to fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> Um, so he says the hammer is my penis, which is a famous line that made me laugh. Um, mm-hmm. and then the next musical, uh, starts up because he decides, that, oh, I, I know I'm, who I'm going to kill now. I'm going to kill, uh, Mr. Hammer. Mm-hmm. And he, he does the thing where like, I, it's like anime when they talk too much where it kind of takes me out of it. Like it's a musical, so I get it, but he is just like spiraling around them and like yelling the musical lyrics into their face about how he's going to kill Captain Hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fine. Um, so we get a montage during the song of, like, him getting beaten up in a bunch of, like, old-timey, um, frames. There's a good bit in here where, like, we see the classic villain trope of, like, him throwing darts at a dartboard that have Captain Hammer's face on it. Mm-hmm. And he goes over and picks up the darts and most of them, like, missed. Very good. Because he's a fucking nerd, bro. He's a fucking, uh, uh, nerd. Go play a video game. Yeah, go play a fucking video game. And what if, Nathan, what if, what if Neil Patrick Harris is like 500 feet tall and he like, you know, and he like stomped on Nathan Fillion and like, you know, oh, that would, crushed, that him would between, be... crushed him between his toes. Oh, <laughs> and, and they were really stinky. Oh, and he's stinky no. and he like swallow his toe jam. That'd be fucking... Oh, no, gross. Oh, dude, oh, I hate I, to see oh, that. Dude, and also, believe. and also they were wearing baby diapers. Oh, oh dude, that'd no. be like, yeah, <laughs> that'd be in so... his pee-pee. That'd be crazy. Oh, that'd be so yucky and I wouldn't want to see so it. so yucky. So that's how it ends. He gets very large <laughs> in his mind and he says, I'm going to give Penny Australia by freezing people with my freeze ray mm-hmm. um yeah it's that's pretty there is like a little shot where like he he's singing and he's imagining being big and mm-hmm. then he we go back to his vlog base and he sits in a chair where he looks very small and compared to the large chair he and does I can have never, a large chair at his home i could never tell if that was like um sort of like a reference to like he sees himself as very big but actually he's a very small man or if it's mm-hmm. like, oh, the shrink ray that he referenced earlier. This is showing that he's more proficient in his ray now. Or he could just have the the Blue's Clues chair. He could just he have a know. large Blue's Clues. He puts on the big comfy couch glasses and he says, I'm evil now. Mm. We'll, we'll just never know. Yeah. So that takes us to Act 3. Do you want to take a break? Oh, sure. Um, and where it's time to check in. I forgot this was a bit. I was so in, in gross. <laughs> in our... too busy accosting our patrons of a certain name. Yeah, it's, let's let's rank all of our patrons by first name and how much we like each of them. <laughs> Patreon.com slash PostGamerThrones, or if you like, you can donate to us. Uh, $1 a month, you get all of our bonus content, including uh, words and deeds that we have to finish up. Metal Do you Gear just Solid think 4. it's a dog name because of event- Adventure Time? Maybe. Also, I did have a dog named Jake as a child. That'll so explain it, yeah. That probably is, you know, what got its way into my head about me having a dog with that name that I didn't name. Yeah, I wouldn't rank uh, it personally as, like, Fido tier, but uh, yeah, that makes, and, that makes and sense. And the story of uh, Jake is um, one day I came home and I found out that my aunt gave us her dog and his name was Jake, so I guess I just had to take care of Jake now. Hey, okay. <laughs> so that's that's kind of maybe why I have negative connotations Negative about that Jake name. energy yeah is that i just came home one day and had a dog i didn't want yeah. uh no disrespect to jake but <laughs> it wasn't 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 uh hey at, planning least, a, hey, at least jake I, is a name on like fucking joss get his ass let's go yeah isn't his isn't his brother named jeb yeah i believe 
brother's name is Jeb Whedon. Jeb Whedon. <laughs> uh, words and deeds. He says, oh, my, my screenplay has one woman in it. Please clap. Please clap. Uh, Kim, we have to um, launch our new Patreon series soon. Yeah, I'm waiting on you. On me? Yeah. For what? I thought we already decided what the first movie was going to be. Did we? I think so. It was... It was um, I, I'm not revealing the gimmick yet, but it, it was a way to start with a, a point in, in two sides. Okay. Uh-huh. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. A path okay. diverged. With a movie from 2001? With a movie from 2001, I'm talking about those classic twin towers that we love to see. No. The I, movie is not from 2001? It may be. I don't know. That would be fun to just do movies in which the Twin Towers are featured in some way. Yeah, let's only do movies with the Twin Towers in them. That's probably a lot of rom-coms. Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah. The one where Robert Pattinson dies. Ro- Remember Me, of course. Remember Me. Adam Sandler. Adam Isn't Sandler. Man. the movie where his family, didn't they die? But do the towers appear in the film? I I think it's post tower. But if the towers appeared in the film, I think it's just the idea of the towers. Okay, well, we'll the we'll towers correct. really are just an idea there if you think about it. Where, huh? There is the movie where the towers do appear. Yes, I think it's called World Trade Center. It's called World Trade Center. That actually, there's that she's right. Actually, that's true. There, there's a movie called World Trade Center. I think so. I think that's is, is that, that that might be the Nicolas Cage one. Is Nicolas Cage in it? Yeah. Yep, okay. Yeah, I saw that one and United 93 in theaters. I don't know why. But... I just really like how anytime I can just be like, um, movie with sand in it. And then um, at the same time, both Brooks and Kim are just like, holes! Like, you just know <laughs> what I'm talking about at the same time. It's a good book. Um, one of Henry Winkler's best roles. What? Does Brooks know the 2001 film that I'm speaking of? Yeah, he does. He he said Nicolas Cage. So. No, I'm saying the 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 new Carry Me Home. Oh yes, he is definitely familiar with. Yes, it. yes, 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 yes. Um, well, okay. So, hint for all our viewers: go look at every movie that came out in 2001 and try to reverse engineer the gimmick for our new Patreon podcast based on that. Um, that we're gonna do it. Five dollars a month, you get um. Yeah, 2001. Okay, thanks, Ken. <laughs> you get to uh, request albums for us to talk about on this show, um, which you can look at the description and see the, the yeah, funny Yeah, usually one. we do... I know a lot of people are from 2008 are just going to log in and be like, fuck yeah, mm-hmm. Dr. Horrible Podcast. We usually just do sort of... This is sort of a change of pace that I thought for Phase 2 would be fun. But typically, mm-hmm. we, we you know we do like music albums. Mm-hmm. And you can request one of those and you get shout-outs at the end of episodes. And at $10 a month, you get all that plus, especially you just status us in Discord... And we'll make a monster of your creation in Fire Pro Wrestling Patreon.com slash post Game of Thrones. Thank you. Do you remember right. do you, when you were uh, doing that, I I just thought it would be fun to rem- to remind myself of the um the the Wonder Woman script that Joss wrote. Do you remember that? Is was he like the official writer for the the one that really came out or was it? No, like, they uh, he for they uh they threw his his uh script into the trash garbage for some okay. reason. Because it's well, all just I, like it's a story about like two dudes who are following Wonder Woman around, and they're, they she like does like a sexy pose, and they're all like, "It's fucking like Christmas in here, bro." Oh, because I was gonna say like it it seems silly at first, but you if you were gonna write a movie about one woman, like he's your guy. Yeah, that's true. If you had a single woman in your film, like who else are you gonna put, get on the phone than Joss Whedon? Can I but... just hit you with a quick couple of sentences about how she introduces Wonder Woman? Sure. 
Her body is curvaceous, but taut as a oh, drawn no. bow. She wears burnished metal braces, bracelets on both sides of her wrists, wide and intricately detailed. Her shift is of another era. We'd call it ancient Greek. She is barefoot. Fantastic. <laughs> Up until the end, I was like, you know, that that was pretty bad, but not as bad as I thought it was going to yeah, be. And just, then, oh, man, that's my favorite one. You sucker punched me at the end there. Yeah. Um, fantastic work pretty good so act three mm-hmm. starts uh with mm-hmm. a newscast they say it's a good day to be homeless um funny you know it's a little a little nice little social commentary right there with the newscasters mm-hmm. and then this is uh one of the top five songs in dr horrible so they say mm-hmm. um political is cleaning up the streets you know mm-hmm. uh, but there are a total of like nine songs in the movie so yeah but the, I do like this one. It's four mm-hmm. sweater vests, you know? It's, yeah. We it's do good. the weird we stuff. We do the weird stuff. Yeah. Um, that was good. Can I, can I, so this has been a Genius Light episode. Because um, mm-hmm. the real genius is Neil Patrick Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's the also, one. So can I give my theory about why this is, is it Genius Light because you just happen, haven't been checking in or have there not been as many annotations as we usually have? Uh, the latter. Um, I think, okay, so that, that's proving my theory right here, is that, um, usually we, when we, uh, our favorite thing is if this is your first episode, welcome, you love it. Um, but it's like when someone says in a song like, you know, um, she's got a smile that it seems to me remind me of childhood (laughs) memories, and you click it, and then someone named like Donger57 says he is reminded of his childhood when he sees her smile. Like, that's the kind of stuff that yeah, we love. Yeah, smiles show. are found in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, but this is, like, the only people who are going to be annotating Dr. Horrible are theater kids. Yeah, so. just huge Joss heads from 20, 2008. Uh-huh. Um, so, so this is, like, the newscasters talking about how great it is because, like, Captain Hammer is, has, is fucking now. And, like, and also there's, like, a B-plot of, C, like, an F-plot of, like, Penny mm-hmm. being, like, damn, do I really like this guy or not? Maybe I like the guy that I've never talked to that gave me ice cream once. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a part at the end where the newscasters are, like, let's all be our best. And then the guy goes, next up, who's gay? And that's just, like, a classic 2008-style humor. And I just want to s- share with you what the genius thought of it. Um, mm-hmm. A staggering display of irony. And a subtle dig oh, at the off. hypocrisy of news outlets. Ha- okay, but then the the next guy who starts singing sings it in, like, a stereotypical gay voice. So yeah. maybe they're just doing the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a bit of that where it's, um, mm-hmm. oh, look, Dr. Horrible's picking up the Wonderflonium because fucking action movies, they don't have very good writing. And they're yeah, just like, hi, really I'm Penny, fu- and I work at homelessness. I'm very nice, and I dress like Snow White. I hope I don't die at the end. Wouldn't it be fucked up if a, if a movie had a simple plot? <laughs> I think it's a very subtle dig when you write a newscaster, be like, we only, we, we care about intimate sexual details of people. Of famous people. Yeah, pretty good. Mm. Hey, we're, hey, what's up? I'm Mr. Newscaster, and tonight, here's the real news what nicole richie's up to because <laughs> that's what that's what you care about right fucking you don't learn how come you don't learn how to do taxes but you learn how to do fucking pythagorean theorems right after after uh the uh the celebrity uh the celebrity fucking hour we'll get back with the generic <laughs> uh question about the homeless see you next time <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, they they get the homelessness building um, pass, and then mm-hmm. we all go to the big building ceremony, um, and we see uh, that uh, Doctor Horrible, who is the real Slim Shady now, he's mm-hmm. replaced stun on his gun with death. So now it's a death ray. Oh shit. And um he Captain Hammer gives his big speech at the homelessness center and he says, I hate the homeless ness problem that fa- the city faces, which is a pretty good joke. Uh, uh, yeah, good I'll give you that one. Good joke. Um classic, sort of, you know, you have mm-hmm. you have no cards, and then he starts talking about how badly he wants to fuck his wife in front of everybody. <laughs> in front of everyone, yeah. Um <laughs> kind of a quiet nerdy thing. Mm-hmm. Um there is a point at the beginning of everybody's everyone's a hero where like he seems to like he's like uh it may not be too classy begging just to eat um he says but you know who does you know who does that lassie and she always gets a treat and it seems like the implication is that like he's pointing at lassie who's in the front row Mm -hmm. like his personal friend and associate lassie which i I thought that was my coworker. Mm -hmm. i thought that was uh a delightful thing. So so Penny leaves because he's like describing her fucking vulva in detail to mm-hmm. everybody and calling homeless people smelly. Mm-hmm. And then um our guy comes, the hero of the story. <laughs> um I did I uh, must admit it is very um the most like Chuck Norris style uh type of joke, but I did uh have a sensible chuckle at the deltoids of compassion. There's the abs of being kind. It's funny. Mhm. There's some, there's some nuggets in this turd. I like it. Yeah, and then he um, uses kind of a <laughs> a word that, you know, in 2008... Oh, right, yeah, using, classic but... sort of... Yeah, there was... Um, wish they had fucking uh, Hillary Duff in the writer's room for a couple of these. Yeah. Um, <laughs> real 2000s kids will get that one. Uh-huh. Um, so he shows up and he says... Uh, he freezes Captain Hammer for ableism. And mm-hmm. there's an epic Dutch tilt, which this is this this is the scene that I always think of when I hear about Dutch tilts because this is how I learned about it, where it's just like a cool oh, yeah. like it's a diagonal to show that like he's no longer balanced as a person. And and, and we we did this to make you feel um, uneasy. This is yeah, the film says, language of evil. He's no longer doing the the straight. Hey guys, what's up? I'm Doctor Horrible. Welcome to my channel. Mm-hmm. He's no longer doing that sort of looking into the camera. He's 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 looking beyond it, and he starts playing. Mm-hmm. He starts singing "Slipping," which is one of my favorite songs. I think it's I think it rules. Um, mm-hmm. And then he starts doing terrorism. He just yeah, kind of just starts murdering. He just everyone. sort of goes to a public square and starts shooting a gun into the sky. Um, which, um, you know, and there's so uh, again, sorry for being cinemasins, but he goes to the um, the like um, homeless border park or whatever they opened Mm -hmm. and then he murders several people and he gives his name and face to a reporter who's sitting in the front row and then he goes away and joins the evil league and he's fine yeah he says it's you know it's a you know horrible it's uh Mm -hmm. it's pretty funny um (laughs) there's also he says um so like a running gag in this thing is that like captain hammer is very bad at metaphors and like mm-hmm. he's he's not good at like he's a he's a stupid guy who could never write a screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um and that's you know um he doesn't know the importance of stories. Um but in in Doctor Horrible's big big story where he's screaming at Frozen Hammerman, he says, uh, look at him, not a word, hammer, meat, nail, and like that's a that's not a very good metaphor, right? Because like the hammer get the hammer beats up the nail. Yes. And he's saying, like, 
But then Joss Whedon, he writes in and he says, ah, well, don't you realize that that's actually, I'm showing you that they're actually more similar than you might think. And perhaps he's, perhaps I'm actually critiquing dude bro culture. And it's like, no, you're not. Not at all. No, you're not. It's because it's like everybody wants to see the sequel so that they can see Dr. Horrible be cool and red. Yeah, <laughs> they want to see uh, they want to see him transform into Doctor Robotnik, Jim Carrey. Yeah, they want Doctor Robotnik horrible to invent to invent a time ray so he can go back and get his wife, and then mm-hmm. he'll then have a regular uh, marriage with like with like one child that looks like Doctor Horrible and one that looks like Felicia Day, and then that's how you it's... know that it's a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Uh, Oh yeah, and then like, so he fucking, he's like, it's, this is my terrorism song. I love to do terrorism mm-hmm. all day long. And then he, in the middle of a song, he's like, great, Penny's not here. I'm Billy now. I'm regular. I'm Marshall. Yeah, um, this is, oh, I'm, I'm changing back into, uh, uh, the, the full moon has gone out of the sky. Yeah. And I'm changing back into, my oh, thank, form. thank God I didn't, <laughs> I, thank God I didn't, put any thought into whether this guy's girlfriend would be at his big ceremony where she works. Yeah, good good thing I didn't uh happen to see this woman at the the Penny Memorial Homeless <laughs> Park or whatever it's called. Um yeah, um so the his, he, his machine breaks and Captain Hammer becomes regular again. And oh, when he when he unfreezes, he finishes the last syllable of his song, which I think I I'm a I'm a sucker for that bit. I quite enjoy mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, oh, I'll send you to St. Peter, whoever does his job in hell. And the gun blows up and he says, ow, oof, ow, gun hurt Ouch, juice. oof, ow. Um, okay, so, uh, Penny dies. She fucking explodes. Yeah, she gets, dead. um, Spider-Man 2 wife. Um, mm. she, cause the gun explodes. Um, and, and Penny dies. Can I share with you sort of what I, what we're talking about when we talk about how, like, the the fandom at large doesn't seem to sort of agree with our understanding of how we're supposed to understand Dr. Horrible. What we talk about when we talk about fandom, of course. Yeah, that's what I'm always talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my new podcast. Mm-hmm. So it's so Captain Hammer, he grabs the death ray and he says, oh, let's see if this works any better than your others. And uh, T. William Campbell on Genius says, while Billy has planned Hammer's demise for days, if not weeks, and still chokes at the last minute, leaving it ambiguous whether he would have pulled the trigger or not. Hammer has been aware of this death ray for seconds and shows no compunction about using it to kill his helpless, now unarmed enemy. Who's the real villain here again? And it's like he stopped him from doing terrorism. He did. He like actively did terrorism first. This is fucking Renly mindset where it's like, well, maybe Renly would have called the war off and not done kinslaying to Stannis. Yeah, maybe if um, you just let him be king, everything there would have there would have been no war. So yeah, horrible is probably the villain on this one, y'all. So yeah, Penny, anyways, uh, sorry for that aside. Penny's feeling like, uh, Alfred Molina's wife in Spider-Man 2. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the fucking fake news media runs up and says, Dr. Horrible, why'd you kill your wife? Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, just a quick question. It's, it's literally the fucking, you know what, like, when the game finishes and they run up to a guy who has no breath and they're like, so how did it feel to get the big dub out there? Like, that's what... <laughs> They're doing the Dr. Horrible right now. All the reporters see him kill his wife, and then, like, five seconds pass, and they don't move, and they, they're they like, must have been the wind, and they just must turn around uh, and leave. Uh, guess I'm hearing things, and they look down and start <laughs> writing in their notepad again. He literally, he picks up uh, Penny's body, and um, 
he he carries her over to like some gurney where the, the hospital men are waiting and everyone's just like all right man have a one and they just like take yep. her off without any like any uh listen i'm not i'm not saying that the police should have been there but uh dead would... wife huh well take her easy <laughs> oh man i remember my first dead wife yeah oh, man really brings oh, me man. back Hey, Penny, for your thoughts. Oh, sorry, that was that was a uh, days. It's a death death ray, huh? Fucks up every time. That's what I tell them. I told the new kids, don't don't use you the death ray. You gotta set it to stunning, but never take never point the death ray never at something you're not to ready stun. to just, shoot. This generation, these kids in 2008, they want everything to be dead all the time. Sometimes there used you just to be honor in our death rays, and now it's just these kids. They have no <laughs> respect for them. They just shoot whoever they want. The family doesn't lives. matter. They're shooting girlfriends at the homeless uh, ribbon cutting <laughs> event. Nowadays, you're more likely to see a penny or two on the collar of a big structural dog. <laughs> God. Anyways, so we see like there's a montage of like him doing more like heists that are successful, and Captain Hammer is fucking. He's a guy, but he's in therapy. Oh, fucking, that's so funny, 2008. So he, get this. Okay, I'm really gonna fucking uh, rip your sides off with this comedic uh, event. He's a tough guy, but then he goes to therapy and cries. He's... uh, that, that that's where like it all i mean it, it already has fallen apart but where it really falls apart when it's like this is actually like a critique of like toxic masculinity when like the mm-hmm. big joke at the end is like this strong man is showing emotion like a pussy yeah as a joke uh-huh yeah so he he goes he has an evil party with all of his friends and he's very sad mm-hmm. um and he puts on his costume which honestly is pretty fucking sick i think it's a cool cool looking costume it's a, yeah mm-hmm. it's red um he, he does the you come now tumblr gesture at the camera um, Great. And then he goes into the bad horse meeting, and a uh, bad horse is a horse. It's a fucking funny joke, dude. I don't care. I don't. I don't care who you are. That's funny right there. It, <laughs> it, it was. It was good. I must admit, it's a. I it's a fun. It. It's a fun payoff. Now the payoffs for like investing in these characters and investing in Penny, mm-hmm. um, the, the Penny stocks, if you will. Um, didn't pay off, but the fact that they've been talking about this evil man called Bad Horse, and then he turns out to be a mm. horse, that's fucking hilarious to me. Um, and then he, he does his big sad song at the end, and he says, um, now the nightmare is real, he says, I'm now going to make the whole world kneel. Did you notice that? Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick, he's making the whole world himself. He's no okay. longer giving Australia to wife Penny. He's now we are whole all Australia. Neil Patrick Harris and I won't feel a thing because that feel when no girlfriend is now permanent. God damn, you're right. So you That's... you're not interested in a Doctor Horrible sequel. Um, I don't know. Could live without it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It would it would just be kind of like you know the El Camino of uh of Doctor Horrible. You know, not necessary. I mean, I'll take it. I re- but, I recently rewatched all of Breaking Bad so I could watch El Camino, and I still haven't watched El Camino because I'm still just like you, fine without Breaking Bad. Ends. You don't you don't have to. It's fine, but like it's not. You don't need to. Yeah, the Better Call Saul mm-hmm. is really good. Breaking Bad's good. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure El Camino's fine. But like, mm-hmm. I was never like a huge Jesse head. So like, not that I didn't like him, but like he was never like one of my top I, three. I was. I became more of a Jesse head the recent time I watched it. I can't tell you why. I just did. 
He's he's a likable guy. I like I, him. I think it was the time around the time when the Jesse What the Fuck Are You Talking About meme was going on. Oh, uh, it's such a funny meme. So, so that kind of like enhanced right, my you're enjoyment a, of his when, character. When he's in Todd jail, him just like talking about how he's how he's black pill doomer. Yeah. I'm like this guy's this guy's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I miss my my goth e girl GF. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I'm kind of good without a sequel too. I do, (laughs) you do know me. I enjoy assigning things that I think is fun to sort of tear up. And on, Mm -hmm. and on some level, I think it would be funny to put out like something that still has this sort of tone in 2020. Oh my God. You know how fucking bad did you like, Oh, what now I'm no longer Dr. Horrible. No, I'm Dr. Canceled. Oh yeah. Oh God. It would be all about cancel culture. Wouldn't it? It's going to be so good. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> let's get another writer strike going. Yeah, let's, 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 yeah, let's all do the general strike we've been talking about. And as a, as a, <laughs> another silver lining of that, mm-hmm. um, Joss Whedon will make the worst thing ever made. Cannot wait. Um, Phase two. The nightmare is real. Mm. Can you imagine 2021? We get not only Jackass four, not only Austin Powers four, but we get Doctor Cancelled. <laughs> I cannot wait to see Doctor Cancelled. I'm I'm actively looking forward to it at this point. Yeah, like we literally got feminist Borat in 2020. What's what's, what's what, what what will be released first? Doctor Cancelled or The Winds of Winter? I think the Winds of Winter is coming out in like Q1 2021. So I think, I think okay, so that. that will yeah, agreed, definitely it is. Um, good movie, I guess. <laughs> I like, and it's also hey, I also hey, like, it's like 44 minutes. So yeah, when I was I was like, I'm kind of in the mood for like some sort of like you know a uh, little breath of fresh air. You know, don't want to don't want to let things get monotonous. So I want to try something new for my fun point pick this week. Um, can I sell Eddie on Dr. Horrible? Ooh, it's only 42 minutes long. I think, uh, yeah, I think I can probably sell it, sell him on that. And I did. And I, and you liked it and I liked it. And we had a good yeah, time. We all, we all, we all had a good time and we all loved it. We talked about, we, we added a new character, Dr. Cancel that we can explore more later. Um, exactly. Cannot wait to dig into that. Yeah. Um, what happens now? Is it Slap, Slap City? City? All right. Let me pull up Slap City. Um, let's see. You went first. Yeah. Um, last time so i'm up now for all of the um, whedon heads just joining us this is a cool uh playlist that we pick a song every week that's sort of sometimes related to the thing and we, we, make we it pick a sometimes it's related to what we're doing except for when it's not um which more so and more since, lately we're sort of running out of songs so we got most of yeah, them in so there already since um uh it was your pick i decided you know we're in phase two fuck it i'm going sicko mode um, just, just being my, my damn self and picking the things that I like. So I'm picking a song called Set Course for Andromeda with three exclamation, uh, points by, uh, A, And this is a, uh, a guy who does what he calls happy progressive metal. Um, and it's an eight minute progressive metal song about flying in a spaceship. Okay. That's, so that's um... my pick. If gun to my head, if somebody was like, has Eddie already added set course to Andromeda with three exclamation points to Slap City, I would have said yes. Mm-hmm. Sounds well, exactly the you, kind of shit you're, you're right. Into. Guess what? It fucking rips. So. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. What do you got for me? Um, I'm going with another sort of like... Um, what I, Neil I Patrick that, Harris joint? You know, I did go and I listened to some How I Met Your Mother songs, and I think Let's Go to the Mall is fun and all, but I didn't think it was a very good pick. for. They had songs in that show? Yeah, apparently they, I went to Neil Patrick Harris on Spotify and there's like, he has one where he's probably like, 
this is uh, this is the song about cheering for the Packers. Fantastic. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. God, imagine being a jock is a joke. Couldn't be me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, there's a gimmick. There's a thing where like the Canadian character was like a she was like Carly Rae Jepsen in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And she had a song about saying like a boot and like adding extraneous use to things. I'm gonna pick That's "Lucid so Dreams" by Juice World for okay. mine. Um, because what I, led you down this path? Um, what? So here's what introduced me to Juice World. There was recently a presidential election in. Um, in I love where this is going. This is no bullshit. This is the real shit. And um, do you remember? It was sort of a. Let me take you back to Q4 2020. It was kind of contentious there for a week, right? Because it was kind of like yeah, they were, we were waiting on some states. We didn't know if uh, if uh, Orange Man Kofifi mm-hmm. fellow would was going to get out of there. You know, right? Yeah. There there are some weeks when elections happen. Yeah, that's the so. famous quote. Um, mm-hmm. So when it when it became when the reports came out that where it's like uh, Big Orange Man, he's he's becoming sad. There was a mm-hmm. meme that happened that was like okay. him with headphones in, and uh-huh. then it's like, what is he listening to? And I saw one that was um, Juice World Lucid Dreams, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I bet this is funny. Let me go listen to it. And then I listened to it, and I said, this is really fucking good. And yeah, then I listened okay. to it five hundred times in the last two weeks. This is exactly the same thing as that Machine Gun Kelly song on Tony Hawk. It's exactly kinda. like that. <laughs> Donald Trump would not like Bloody Valentine because he would not respect Machine Gun Kelly. He would not. He <laughs> if Donald Trump got punched in the chest sixty-five times or whatever, he'd still give a speech. That's that's right. <laughs> Um, not, that's not, neither a positive nor negative comment. I just yeah. know it to be true. And yeah, that's, you know, I'm trying to find, you know, I, I didn't like the Trump administration, but one mm-hmm. good thing did come out of it. And I found the song that I like that, that gives mm-hmm. me endorphins and it's called Lucid Dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I would never hand it to the funny Kofifi president, Donald Trump. No, we would never do that. And we haven't. And we won't. But, but <laughs> fantastic poster. One yeah, of the all-time it's, it's a greats. Damn, it's a damn shame, honestly. It's, it's fucking terrible that he is such a good poster because, you know, we need of more, everything else. We need but. more. Listen, if I can... I feel like the left would be in way better shape if any prominent left figures. If fucking Jeremy Corbyn, if he could just... Mm. If he could just post on that level, that would be. If like, he, if Jeremy Corbyn have could just, go, for sure. just goes on Twitter and post that Nancy Pelosi is a real dope, like yeah, if oh he, my if god, he, and then like and then she responds and then he just posts pigpoopballs.jpg. like that would <laughs> yeah. be we would like we would have single payer. I would wake up and there would be a single payer next to my bed. Uh, the world we can only dream of. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you want to dip in the questions people had for this one? Oh yeah, everyone. Yeah. This one made everyone very normal. Everybody, listen, it's, mm-hmm. but you you love me or you hate me, but you're responding. And mm-hmm. I, as long as I get a reaction, John Cena, that's, that means I'm successful. Uh, you, uh, we post on Twitter at you love to hear yeah. it. You accidentally um, you posted sort of a, sort of a Jeff. In the... Oh, did I post that? Yeah, you posted. I, I must, that, I must have meant to post that to my main account. I was just wanted to look at it. Um, yeah, so you, just, you just, you just, you wanted to make the image big, so you posted it in response yeah. to the question call where it's just sort of Jeff Gersman looking sort of disheveled. <laughs> Jeff, je- disheveled, just Jeff Gersman coming out of, uh, an, an Oculus headset. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got one from a friend of the show at Sylvie Surfer here. Um, I'll try to explain this image for, um, 
the viewers because it did get um, 13 likes so it's 13 13 likes um so you know good good engagement it's it's um some people may know it as uh that feel some people know him as wojack but it's that familiar face and he is very um he looks very dry he looks like spongebob when he needs water at uh sandy's house right it's sort of the dick flattening variety of yeah the the famous meme from like q2 2020 Mm -hmm, or it was like honey it's 4 p.m yeah time for um a man's got to do what a man's got to do so just wanted to throw that in there no no um editorializing just giving you the facts it's a funny picture Um, i think i I think sylvie was kidding i think i think sylvie mm -hmm. liked it i mean we all are all telling jokes and having fun yeah uh friend the show alex Alex leaf crunch asks looking forward to phase three when you do the music musical episode of buffy i mean we already said that was going to happen on the air so yeah i guess yeah um From Nero Wyvern at Dragon Smoocher on Twitter. Do you think there's anything in this movie to suggest Joss Whedon has issues with women? I mean, I'll have to watch it again. Well, you but. should, when you Google, like, Joss Whedon problematic, like, the, you should just get, like, a link to buy this movie. <laughs> yeah. Get this for $9 on Amazon Prime when, yeah, you, this when is, you type that. This is, like, there's a lot of times where it's, like, like, I, I'm sympathetic to the idea that, like, you know, you can you know, you can separate the art from the artist in a certain way. And like, you know, it's like mm. depicting something doesn't necessarily mean you endorse it, but like mm. Joss, this is just, this is just Joss brain ideology. Like you can't, it's, it, it's pure unadulterated Joss. He had no editors. He had no oversight. It yeah. was just him getting nutty on the page. Yeah. It's a, it's a wild ride. Good songs though. Good songs. Dunk Pacino 2024 <laughs> says, wouldn't it be fucked up if bad horse evil was real? I mean, he is, and it's it's all horses. I did. I didn't realize this. We have a big contingent of people who hate all horses. I don't. Uh, Tim, can I? Can we get a um, dissenting opinion? How do you feel about horses? A real question. Yeah, just for the viewers. I mean, okay. So my aim name mm-hmm. was Cupid Horse mm-hmm. for years, mm-hmm. years. Um, I had a pillow that my mom put iron-ons, and it had a bunch of different horse images from Google Images. Mm-hmm. And I used that pillow for years and years. You used that pillow so long that you still use that pillow, and all the horses have faded off of it. Okay, that's not true, Eddie. I bought this Is this it? No. Oh, okay. But you were in my life when I had it. I know, I remember it, and then it disappeared, so I figured it was this pillow. No, I just bought a new pillow and a pillowcase. Oh, okay. I like my pillows flat. Yeah. Um, I do like horses. When I was 14, I got a beginner's course, mm-hmm. like, um, trial mm-hmm. to ride horses. Mm-hmm. But I was, again, I was in the beginners, and I was with, like, the seven and eight-year-olds, and I was 14. Mm-hmm. But I did it anyway. Mm-hmm. It was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, because they, they only used, like, little horses. No, they gave me a big, they gave me a big horse. Uh-huh. That's why it was hard. Yeah. Yeah. So... I do like horses. Do you guys like horses? Of course we do. I'm from the horse capital of the world, so I'm kind of. Brooks was just saying how all of our viewers don't like, and we wanted you to. We've been accosting our viewers quite a bit this episode. Yeah, we've been very mean to our viewers, so we wanted you to put them in their place. I like horses, and people don't have to like horses. They don't want to. But you you would prefer if they did. Yeah, I had a kid ask me what a stallion was today. What to tell him? He said it's a horse. Oh, okay. That's true. Uh, when she's right, she's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
from my beautiful dark twisted Emily at Large Rat Girl on Twitter. Is that the guy from Big Bang Theory? Never watched the show. That <laughs> Which is, is very. It's it's just, that's very um. What is it? I'm sorry that happened to you, or I'm happy for yeah, you, or whatever. Type, <laughs> type tweet. Um. Let's see. I guess. Uh, God, finally. it is. It is really funny to look at the cover and like because it's like a it's an ensemble cast, so you can see mm-hmm. you see literally every character other than the horse in the movie. Like on the cover mm-hmm. is like the three townspeople who like mm-hmm. who say four sweater vests. That's how yeah. you know how deep it is. Uh, finally, from Antigone, let's go Gunther K. Black Lives Matter on Twitter. What if instead of Doctor Horrible, it was Doctor Nice and Salim was there? Doctor Nice. Doctor Nice. So. Dr. Nice is my favorite, like, uh, Winn-Dixie brand cola beverage. I was going to say we have our new modern uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and it's uh, Dr. Cancelled and Mr. Nice. (laughs) Man, I hate that we have to name these episodes after the fucking name of the thing. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like people still know what we were talking about. At you love to hear it on Twitter. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, um, but SpongeBob this being voice, your pick, do you want Doctor Cancelled or Mister Nice? <laughs> with this, uh, this you know wrapping up, uh, it's time for us to go to our next Patreon pick. Uh, and if you'd like to send in a Patreon pick, you can do that at the five dollar tier on patreoncom Thrones. But um, so we 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 pick something that. Um, I feel like people, you know, it, whoever you are, something that uh, was evocative of very strong memories in everyone who uh, knew this at the time. Um, so definitely not one that follows that similar trend. Uh, this is from, uh, I'll, I'll just, <laughs> I'll, I'll read this uh, email in full so we can get the experience of what we're in for. Hi, Brooks and Eddie. It's me, MJ, the theoretical patron who only listens to Fun Point and doesn't understand anything about Gamey Throne. Here to he- reap my reward. Oh my god, I'm saluting. My submission, this is the only time I have ever heard them described this way, and I cannot get enough of it. My okay. submission is British-Irish boy band One Direction's fourth album, <laughs> 4, <laughs> which is their last album as a five-piece before Zayn left the band, the f- their first album on which the majority of the writing is on their own, First album of theirs that some critics were like, we don't hate this, actually. Also, there's a song about when you wake up and you have a boner, and that's funny. That is funny. Uh, Spotify note, there's a couple different versions. Uh, well, I think the bonus track slap, the reasonable standard version, is the one that ends with clouds. Also, the music videos are pretty bad, but one of them has Danny DeVito in it. Just oh. FYI. Good luck. Thanks for the laughs, MJ. Thank you. I'm excited to to know the difference between Niall and mm-hmm. uh, Tomlinson. Can I tell you this is how old I am? I know one single One Direction song, and it's what make that's what makes you beautiful, which probably isn't the actual title of the song. No, you don't, Eddie. You know more. Pillow Talk is Zane Solo. Uh, that's not One Direction. I know true. Pillow Talk. Yeah, that's I know. I know you're insecure by um, One Direction, but um, uh-huh. yeah, that was probably like fucking twenty years ago. Exactly. Yeah, I, so. I I just pulled up like the track listing and I was like, please be the one with what makes you beautiful. So I know it's, one. It's, <laughs> but maybe this will be like 1989 Taylor Swift where like I, I know exactly what Girl Almighty sounds like. I just didn't know it was called that. Exactly. Yeah, you've heard it a hundred times. You just didn't know it. Before. I've seen the Christian movie Fireproof. Maybe that's maybe the song Fireproof was in that. Probably. Yeah, it's probably related in some way. 
So Night Changes is a Bruce Springsteen ass title. Yeah. <laughs> Night yeah, Night Changes was the working title for Atlantic City. So <laughs> uh, fuck dude, it sure does. Um I guess that's uh that's it for this. so in two weeks, one one direction. Here's where they trick you. It's one direction, but the album is four. So Yeah, I'm and then and then that. Zane went one direction away. Th- he right? he turned one direction and walked away from the rest <laughs> of the band. Man, I'm so glad we're the first people to definitely make that joke. I know. This is what happens when you listen to them all the time. See, this is what happens when I pick sort of a funny one for Fun Point. We, we, the riff we, star, we, we go just, to Riff City, baby. Exactly. You get those riffs flowing and you just, there's no way to stop them. Um, I think it's time to, to thank our patrons. Yeah. Um, am um, I, am I logging in or do you I, have to I, pay? I got it. Um, all right. So our okay. first, uh, our first patron, uh, thank you to Jake and to, <laughs> could you imagine? Thank you to Jake Penny. Penny, Penny, Jake, Jeb Whedon, <laughs> Jeb, Joss, Jake, Penny. <laughs> yeah. Um. So thank you to all of our five dollar and above uh, patrons whose names on Patreon.com are as follows: Paul Moran, Caroline Savage, Hecabee, Sylvie McAvoy, Lauren LeBlanc, Breakfast, Weed Lord Vegeta, Valerie W. New page of patrons. Damn, we got two pages. Thanks so much, everybody. <laughs> um, you did it. Maximilian Rower, Ziva, Anna Exby, Carrot Lime, Brian mm. Randall, Ducky Aisha, Nick Jagged, Tufster McGee, Sophie, Walt, Neve Noel Williams, Alex C, Magenta Rice, Janos Kapuvari, Kay Darling, Nero Wyvern, Reliet, The Master DS, Derek. Great Big Sword. Vervain Brain, Boigamista, Barrier Let's Trio, go. Bean, Magdalene Jen, Silvery Air, Ryan Lester, John Penicini, uh, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm talking about, Wattgat, uh, Sarah Lucky, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Audrey Olson, Stephanie Ruff, Black Hayate is a very good boy. Sometimes I need to like, you know, like the full name doesn't show up. So you that's have to scroll the, you over. gotta, you gotta, gotta make sure that the status is still. It, yeah. could, it could be Black Hayate is a very bad boy, and we just, you know, but it luckily be confirmed for good boy. Yeah. Um, Graham of Steel, Raleigh, Ongyen Kalalifer, Milk Succubus, Antigone Progony, Curse Goat, Sensual Kazoo, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Andres Gonzalez, It Was a Penguin, Destry hmm. Hawk, Matt Ribeiro, Roy, Patrick Gallagher, Sarah and Blair, Gigantic Larry, Ryan West, Elliot Valentine, and who could forget Alex Schaub? Who could forget Alex Schaub? Not me. Not me. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Thank you to all of our um, our donors. We have so many. Damn. So nice they, they made you click the list twice. That's, Let's go. Yeah, thanks so much. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for everything. Uh, we'll see you next week on new oh, new we... podcast. Oh, yeah. Please go ahead. Because we definitely, we didn't even talk about sports at all on this one. So if you want to hear us talk about sports and sports anime, check out Chance Ball on your i podcast player yeah take out your iphone there. 3gs when you're on your wonderflonium heist mm-hmm. and use the worst app ever created to download chance ball and listen to it every and other be, week be mean to your girlfriend for no reason who you've never talked mm-hmm. to and say that homelessness is good to you and uh fun point two weeks where it's one direction we'll learn all about them and all about their various uh trials and tribulations and we'll read the the yucky spaghetti boy tweet 
or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. Pasta house. <laughs> pasta house. <laughs> Stinky voice, spaghetti boy. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, This uh, with a heavy heart, we are probably going to be doing the voices. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, I was like, I'm not going to pick a British album for, like, a while. So yeah. that we could give the voices. But, uh, listen, one, one last job. Exactly. One day from retirement. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, we'll see you then. Uh, Semper Funny. Semper Give funny. me some. Th- thank you. Uh, sorry. Thank you to. Thank you to Penny. Thank you to Jake. Thank you to Jeb. Um, thank, thank you to you the creator to... of the CM Punk AMV that uses Doctor Horrible songs to introducing me. That is to... a fucking inspired decision. It was, bro. I put it on and then like, like I put it on and I watched it nonstop for fucking six months in 2011 <laughs> and then like uh like it, in 2012 my partner was like hey do you want to watch this neil patrick harris shit and i was like mm-hmm. yeah I, uh yeah sure and then the cm <laughs> punk song started coming on and i was like oh let's go let's go maybe that's you, why i like it is, is because doing its clobbering time alongside neil patrick harris I, look in, in my film. eyes what do you see mr canceled it's me it's me <laughs> uh semper funny Bye. Bye.